I'm Laura Linney, and this... This week on a special Lords of Grantham podcast, we review two films starring Downton Abbey actors, The Turn of the Screw, starring Michelle Dockery and uh, Dan Stevens, and The Guernsey Literary Potato Peel Society, starring Lily James, among several other Downton Abbey actors. We'll get to that this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. I'm so I think you missed a word. I think it's Gernsby Literary and Ger- Potato Peel Pie Society. I think you just added a letter in there. It's not. Yeah, I did. I stuttered a little bit. It's not Ger- Gernsby. It's Guernsey. Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Society. I think we've been calling it different iterations of that since we found out about it. Yeah, yeah. I kept forgetting to say pie after Potato Peel Society. Yeah. Um, Still way too many words. Sorry if that's been upsetting you all for weeks. Uh, I'd hope not. Yeah. But uh, if you're tuning into this podcast after listening to uh, some of our other episodes, you may notice a little bit of a change in the beginning. We're we're taking like masterpiece theater. Bye, Lenny. <laughs> and I mean, I think it's time. I mean, she stayed on an extra season for us longer than it did she did for the show. Yeah. So, and God knows we don't want PBS coming after us anymore. They've been hounding us to tell us to get Lenny off the show. In reality, if we were ever slapped with like a cease and desist, that would be the easiest thing to take off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I don't know how much it adds to your enjoyment of the show, but uh, if you, I mean, if you're gonna miss Lenny, hit us up. We'll, we'll bring her back. I mean, we're good. We, I'll I'll miss uh, editing that eight second clip or whatever. But mm-hmm. well, that's hey. the thing; they can't really get us because it's only eight seconds, and it has to be longer than like fifteen seconds, I think, for them to sue us. So yeah, and I don't know if PBS uh, they got enough going down that they wouldn't be worried about us yeah and we're basically promoting their their incredible show for free yeah that's true uh so following up on last week's episode we ended by talking about children in cages uh so literally the day after we recorded that podcast uh, i went to new york uh, ran uh, a race it was a it was a 10 miler it was was brisk got through it you know I i was a little tired and stuff but i was walking off from the race and i saw a kid in a cage I, I, Uh-oh. Yeah, no. So a woman was pushing her her own personal grocery cart, which had like a little box cage, I guess, to put her grocery bags in. And she had like the lid down on it. And then there was a kid, a kid inside with his hands through the cage. And I know this is a touchy time, time to bring up this subject. <laughs> Children in cages. Considering kids were separated from their parents, you know, at the border this year and all that stuff, you know. And we don't make, mean to make fun of it, but... It just shocked me to see it in person, to see a kid in a cage. Yeah, I can see. That's yeah. shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So keep an eye out, people. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's just get into this. We picked our second movie. Yeah. Came from our, our new friend, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, uh, here, she sent us an email. Hello, I'll, just re- I'll just paraphrase this email. And uh, thanks for hitting us up on Gmail, Jackie. We got a little love there. Hello, Jackie. Sure. Uh, <laughs> hi, Lords of Grantham. Loving the podcast so far. I have a movie for you guys to watch with Downton Actors. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's The Turn of the Screw. Hey, we watched it. It's got Michelle Dockery and Dan Stevens. Pretty sure it was made before Downton, so they're super young in it. It is weird to see. 
She's gone crazy and he plays her doctor in an asylum. I guess this is when Dan was still doing a lot of period pieces where now he's more like indie hipster dude. Uh Uh-oh. Which is cool, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I actually love Legion. But sometimes I'll see him in something lame and think, Matthew Crawley died for this. And an upside down (laughs) smiley face. She knows what's up. Anyways, keep up the good work and I hope you'll continue after the episodes have been covered. It sounds like the movie is coming out next year and it has a bunch of other famous British actors in it from Jackie. So thank you, Jackie. We picked your movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about that later. I think it'd be better for us to talk tackle the more tame of the, the two. The potato peel pie. Yeah, we, we've talked about it enough. We, we've hyped it up enough. Uh, I mean, the trailer did a lot of the work for us with starring, was it Matthew Good, Lily James, and Isabel Crawley. Isabel. Um, <laughs> what what's, is her, her, what's her name? Where is it? I'm on the IMDb. Um, yeah, they really bury her in IMDb here. She even in the top. Oh, here we are. Penelope Pen- Wilton. Yep. IMDb, you need to click more to get to her. She's like one of, she's in the society. She's a key person in this film. Um, and there's one other Downton actor in this, but I can't remember. Jessica Brown Finley. Oh, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lady Sybil is in this as well. Uh, <laughs> couldn't remember who she was. It's been so long. Um, so this film was streaming on Netflix, which I, I found funny because it, it had a, an official trailer. It was released in the UK and several other countries abroad, but, uh, Netflix purchased the international streaming rights to this film. Oh, so international. So this is not just Netflix US. This is yeah everywhere. So hopefully our international fans can watch this. Yeah, I hope. Uh, cause it's funny while watching this movie, it's like, oh wow, this is a movie with production values. Cause a lot of next Netflix films, as much money as they pour into them, mm-hmm. they don't look that great. <laughs> they look like a, a high-budget Hallmark movie. Um, I, I've watched a few Netflix movies, and I've just always come away unimpressed. But mm-hmm. this one mm-hmm. looked a cut above, especially with like their, their sweeping shots of Guernsey. Yeah. Oh, my God. Very I, beautiful movie. Didn't know this place existed, but I want to go there. It, it feels like, a, and I, I hope I'm not offending anyone, but I'm an... You know, All I, the Guernsey I, listeners? Yeah, I'm a, of <laughs> Irish descent, so I see a lot of pictures of the cliffs. Oh, yeah. And they always look really beautiful. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, they must have shot this in Ireland. And it's like, oh, no, it's Scotland. I guess it's all the same region. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it's because this takes place near Normandy, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. which is a big part of World War II. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got that that cliff look. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of cliff. Very cliffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to jump right into this? Is there any other uh, information we want to cover before we get there? Uh, so this film was directed by Mike Newell, uh, who you may know as the director of, um, Donnie Brasco. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't look that up. I love Donnie Brasco. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Good, good Harry Potter. Well, good adaptation of a, uh, middling Harry Potter book. I'm oh, a fan. That, that's I'm f- a fan of, uh, that's, did you say Chamber of Secrets? No, uh, uh, Goblet of Fire. Oh, whoops. How did I, how did I hear that that's wrong? Goblet best. of Fire is the best one. Yeah. And our, uh, yeah, I agree. That's the best Harry Potter book. He also- and, and one of the best movies. Yeah. Yeah, so this has got me excited. He also did Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. I don't know about that one. Um, but uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral, if anyone's a fan of that one. Uh, so this guy, he's done he's done a lot of he's work. He's di- a diverse body of work. Yeah, yeah. He's a good director. And I think, yeah, that informs a lot of this film. Because he, he kind of moves around from subject to subject in terms of his filmography. And this mm-hmm. film's like feels like a movie where he definitely just did a serviceable job. <laughs> like the, what was your initial what was your re- reaction to this film it was pretty good yeah i I, th- I thought it was fine 
It was it. I I didn't not like it. Yeah. I feel like I've seen a lot of very derivative movies. I don't know if you've seen Leap Year. The one speaking of Ireland. That's the one where. Uh, is it uh who is it is, is in ireland the actress and amy adams uh, a, yeah and uh matthew good matthew good matthew good is the guy in that movie yeah and then she's you know in in ireland the woman can propose to the man i've not that's seen a, that that's a really derivative movie with the same sort of uh cliffs of dover yeah well the cliffs are there <laughs> but then it, it's also one of those movies where it's like a bait and switch of a love interest oh okay and it, I felt the same way kind of about this movie as I did with that movie. I did and not we'll, see that movie, but many people in my library checked it out and told me to watch it, to oh, which I a, said, yeah, sometime. I still have not watched that that's movie. That's one that uh, <laughs> I watched it with my girlfriend who came up on Netflix, and I was like, you know what? I'll put up with this. This is about Ireland. It's probably pretty, and that movie is like so... If you want to talk about movies that are like very insensitive to culture, it's just like everyone in Ireland is a grumpy old man in a in a tavern, and then there's like one handsome 30 year old oh really <laughs> and the rest of the cast is like you know grumpy guinness drinking people in pubs so it's like everyone's uh, a kieran from uh from downton abbey <laughs> yeah but older and more miserable yeah and less revolutionary because they're all like tame trunks yeah which is interesting to say that because in comparison to guernsey here guernsey like it seems like a happening town you know with a, whole... yeah, a lot of a lot of culture yeah a bunch of different people mm-hmm. uh so to people who don't know the story, who didn't watch this film, it it centers on Lily James. She's a she's a writer, uh, Juliet. Juliet, yeah. So she she wrote a book, and uh, she's about to go on a, a press tour to promote it. Mm-hmm. But she receives a letter from the Guernsey Literary Potato Peel Society from the guy. What's his name? Um, uh, Dawson. Dawson. Dossie. <laughs> Dossie. Not, yeah, not Dawson from Dawson's Creek. Dossie Adams. Michael Huisman? Yeah. Huisman. Uh, the guy who, who's on Game of Thrones who was with... Um, oh, yeah. yeah that's he's right. The, the handsome man. He's a handsome man. What is? Who is he in Game of Thrones? He, oh, he, he's the one that's messing around with Khaleesi. Yes, with the Mother of Dragons. He he hooks up with her many of times, and they had to send him away because he keeps doing it. Uh, spoilers for Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Jorah's still there. <laughs> yes. Um... So, anyways, uh, he sends her a letter uh, informing her about his the the group there because I guess he got a copy of her book that she once owned. Um, I, I couldn't quite follow what it was like why he mailed her specifically. It was like something he had a copy of her book and he want he wanted the copy of the Shakespeare, the Tales of Shakespeare or whatever. Something from Charles Lamb, the, the same author wrote the book or whatever. And he's like, I know it's for kids, but we kind of want it. Either way, the letter, she feels compelled to go there because he explains that they are occupied by Nazi Germany mm-hmm. uh, and and they made this society to kind of excuse being able to meet up in, at night because there's a curfew that they had going on. Yeah, and they show it's like a, kind of like a cold open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was a really cool part with the, the German soldiers and they're like drunk trying to explain what they are. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like we see the creation of the name that is so such a tongue twister. Yeah, they like, could have really... For the sake of this movie, mm-hmm. shortened it a little bit. Just said the Guernsey Literary Society. <laughs> they coulda, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, is it? This is not based on a true story. It's based on a no, book. No, 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 yeah. It's it's based on a, it's an adaptation of a book, which I was reading is actually quite different. So the book itself is written from the perspective of actual letters uh, mm-hmm. to and fro, and that's kind of like how the, the the narrative device of that story. Um, and, and I think it unfolds slightly differently. I don't know how much we want to get into spoilers before. Uh, in, in case people plan to watch this film, oh, we're spoiling this movie. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't watched the movie, turn it off and watch the movie. Yeah, because you already heard from both of us. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good. It's good. It's worthwhile. If you're a Downton fan, it's 
It, 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 I watched it in like three sittings because it, yeah, I was very busy. It took me uh, two sittings um, last night and this morning because it's over two hours long, which is yeah. the, the only knock against this movie. It's like it did not. It need takes it. a long time to get rolling. Oh yeah, yeah I'd yeah. say it takes forty-five minutes to really hit its stride. It takes her like a half hour to get the Guernsey. I, I was looking. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. so so she's the one thing that you you didn't say. So in the beginning, <clears throat> oh yeah, she's got a boyfriend who's an American soldier. Yeah, so this guy has been popping up in a lot of things. This guy uh, who who asks her, asks her to marry him before she mm-hmm. leaves to go to Guernsey, and they've been together for like six months or something. They imply yeah. that it's it's a relationship, but not a long relationship. Yeah, uh, Glenn Powell. Yeah, so this guy's been in. A oh, few... he's in the he's the, a tra- traitor number one in the Dark Knight Rises, he's, and he's an Expendable three. Yeah, he's an Expendable apparently, and we've seen all the Expendable films. I did not remember he was a, in the third one as one of the Expendables. Well, he's in uh, he's in that new group with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, he's one of the young guys. But he was in this Netflix uh, movie recently, uh, set it up that got like positive reviews, and I watched it, and it was, I thought it was garbage. But like he's been getting called out because people are like, "Oh, he's so handsome." This guy has the weirdest face. I feel like he has these beady eyes that disappear <laughs> as soon as he like squints his face. I don't understand what's going on there. Yeah, uh, he he looks. He, he's got a little of, like the 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 prat. Like I'm looking at a picture of him now in a tux, and he yeah. he definitely has that. Look how his eyes disappear when he squints. Yeah. Um, and he's going to be starring in Top Gun the two, really? Yeah, yeah. So get ready to see more of this American Glenn Powell. So, so, anyways, his character in the movie asks Lily James to marry her, marry him before she goes away for however long to Guernsey. A long weekend, it's supposed to be. Yeah, with a huge rock. That's a, that, he gives her a ring. That's a that's a Dwayne Johnson he puts on her finger. That's huge. Yeah, blingy, I, shiny. Because so, I feel like he must have been hedging his bets. Like I don't know if she'll go for it, but when she sees this thing. She's got to say yeah. He seems like a good dude, too. Yeah, he seems solid enough. I don't know about pulling the trigger and asking someone to marry them right before they disappear for a few days. It's wartime, though. Or, you know, it's it's post-war time. I get, yeah, why wait now? What better time than, the, yeah. than now? Um. So, anyway, she's like, yes. I'll be I'll be your, I'll be your your wife. Uh, bye bye. <laughs> See you Tuesday. <laughs> hmm. Uh. So she she yeah she goes to Guernsey and she meets everyone who's there, and she goes to this inn first. Oh my gosh! What, what, I couldn't figure out what this whole little storyline was, other than to like trash uh, the Christian homekeepers <laughs> or whatever. So this this really grumpy this this woman that makes uh, O'Brien look like a saint, yeah, is and and I don't I don't know if it's this woman, the actress, or the makeup, but she looks miserable. She looks like she was made to play mean characters. Yeah, I mean she's selling it. She's selling that yeah, character. Oh, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is why I said I don't know if it's her. Okay, I mean, you All know. Right. Yeah, Calmed, yeah. I'm not. I'm not judging. Yep. But she's immediately comments on the rock yeah. on her finger. Yeah. What, and, what are you doing with that? <laughs> and she says, "I don't smell what that rock is cooking." <laughs> and, so, and how's Lily James uh, distract her? Where's the bathroom? She, she got, I got to pee. <laughs> exactly. That's how <laughs> I you gotta nip, take a whiff. That's how you nip that conversation in the bud. And then she proceeds to take off this enormous rock and. Yep. Hide it, and I thought this was going to mm-hmm. be more of a plot point, like someone stole it or something. No, yeah, she just takes it off. Yeah, because I feel the... like there's a lot of uh, loose ends in this movie. Yeah, well, no, because later in the movie, she's like, someone asked her, like, "Can I see the ring?" And I almost half expect her to like have lost it or whatever when she like goes to like. Yeah, I thought that. I thought that it. maybe this crazy Christian B and B owner was going to steal it, yeah, or something. But no, it just she just doesn't wear it because she doesn't want to seem like too. Mm-hmm. Uh, hoity-toity for the yeah. modest Guernsey living. And I, I get that was a thing of the times there where they'd have like these women hotels where it would just cater specifically to women because they don't want them to bring men there and they're shacking up in the middle of the night and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was like a... 
it was a drag to the movie. It didn't really add much either. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Aside from a, a self-righteous speech from Lily James late in the movie. But yeah. we'll get to that later. So okay. she goes to the, the Guernsey meeting and it's uh, mm-hmm. all these people that they, they, they were put together because they ate a pig. It was lamb, man. I thought it was a pig. They said it was oh, a pig. Maybe it was a pig. Yeah, because they show the the you know they were farmers oh, and all they, the animals got taken from the because they're talking about Charles Lamb. So I was thinking of the name. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That pig sure. looked fantastic. I wanted to eat some of that meat. So they ate the pig and yeah. they um the 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 quirky one makes gin. Mm-hmm. I assume illegally during yeah the everyone occupation. just gets drunk. It seems like every week. Like that's the whole goal. They're like I mean I it, want in on this club. Aside from the potato peel pie, which sounds disgusting, and then Lily James eats it and she says it's disgusting. It looked good though. It yeah, it's a film. I would have eaten it. I, I, I would have had a bite. Right now, I'm in the mood to eat anything. So uh, I would I would have had a bite. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I, would you actually read the book so to keep up with the crew? If it's 1920, or no, okay. not 19, this is down, I'm thinking, if it's not in the 40s and there's no movies and TV, yeah, I would. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a good excuse to get together and drink and do all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems fun. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, so the, the gang is the old man from the post office, right? Or the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then it's this uh, Dossie guy who's a pig farmer, mm-hmm. the procurer of the pig that was eaten. Yeah. Then this... Uh, the cor- spinster yeah who with the gin who just loves to drink all the time she loves the gin and then isabel yeah who is like a not like isabel she's actually well there's a moment where she is a little bit like isabel yeah but she's also like a you know a little shell-shocked in the in her yeah, own kind of way post-world war and who else is there well they got they, the, there's the kid, the kid the there's kids. like the the preteen yeah yeah and well well as we saw was lady sybil was the was founder in it, yeah yeah she was the founder of the group and then she went away I guess we can just get to yeah, that. She was taken away. She was arrested. Yeah. Well, she was dating a German. She was dating a German that helped them birth a cow, <laughs> which was a yeah. fun little scene. And then he yeah. seems like an okay guy. And then she gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. He gets transferred. And it's funny because uh, during this uh, scene, uh, Dossie, the handsome man, he's just like, I can't tell if she loved me or him. And it's like, well, she got pregnant from the other guy. I don't think she liked, like loved you the same. Yeah. Man. And she seems... She, uh, this, I will say about Jessica Brown Finley, I don't know her other work, but this is not much of a stretch from Lady Sybil. She's a radical. Yeah. She loves true. someone she shouldn't love. Yeah, yeah. And she gets pregnant. They, and really, they really don't do her character favors in this movie. No, they, again, just like Downton, like she's bare, she's a, uh, all memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, like, we'll just keep going. Is that, so she goes away, because uh, she has to go see the German guy. Right? Is that no, weird? there's a a, an, a slave or something oh, that yeah. she needs to help in the night. Oh, right. She leaves the child with Dossie. Yeah. And they're telling and her, then, like, you can't do this. You have a child here to care which, for. Which, to me, is crazy. Yeah. Because these people seem to, to revel in breaking the rules and annoying the Germans. Mm-hmm. This one night, she's like, I got to go help this person. And he's like, no. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. And she's like, I have to. Mm-hmm. If I never see you again, take care of my child. It's like that's a lot of pressure to put on someone. Wait a minute. Yeah. If yeah. you're like walking around drunk in the street, mm-hmm. logging that your society exists, your literary society. Yeah. You should be able to handle yourself. Yeah. But she's like, if I die tonight, <laughs> watch over my kid. And what happens? She gets taken away. Look, I mean, we're we're good friends and stuff like that. But if you tell me, Dave, that you have to go, like go like jump out of a plane, but if something happens, I have to watch. You know, if you have a kid one day, 
Look, man, we're you gotta friends. Watch, you gotta watch but, Harley. You gotta watch my cat. Yeah, there's gonna be a support group for this. Okay, it's not just gonna fall on me to watch to watch this cat. <laughs> yeah, every, the cat's going to the group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be passing passing the cat around because that's a lot of responsibility. Um, and, and then she gets arrested. Yeah, she disappears. And I, so this is the thing that I brought up that was different from, from the book, I, based on my reading of the Wikipedia page because I didn't read the book. Uh, it's known much earlier that she's dead, whereas in the movie they take their time to find out if she's alive or dead or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's kind of like hanging over the background of like, will they, yeah, won't the whole they, movie. like, well, they won't they get together? Cause this guy's still in love with this woman who's missing. And you uh, think he's in love with her? Oh yeah. He's hung up on her for sure. I think he's, I feel like that whole group is just hung up on her reputation. Like, I feel like she's mm. kind of, uh, you know, she's like the free spirit of the group that they all kind of, she's their spirit animal. Yeah. 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 And I, I didn't really get the, I, cause I feel like he's kind of got the hots for Juliet off the, oh. from the get go. I mean, yeah. I don't I, like, yeah. and I feel like there's a sense of responsibility and guilt and shame, mm-hmm. and like I said, that spirit animal mentality. Yeah, that uh, Elizabeth Jessica Brown Finley's character is. I didn't really get the idea that he was like madly in love with her. Maybe no, but he wasn't like ready to like move on exactly. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, but so where, where were we? So there's that one scene in the middle where uh. Isabel goes off on Lily James, and that's oh, where she I, wants to write about them. Yeah, she was writing about reading. She says that Guernsey is a really inspiring story of the power of literature, mm-hmm. and that's true. Yeah, yeah. But Lily James, lady, or not Lily James, Isabel, <laughs> Wilton, Penelope Wilton goes yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. It's like you can't just you know trivialize all this stuff or whatever. Just make it into a story, and like that. That's where I felt like the little bit of the grandstanding come through that we all know so well from her. Mm-hmm. I was just mm-hmm. like, you can't. You don't know enough or whatever. Because but. she, again, with this mm-hmm. guilt trip thing, the day before the boyfriend, the German man who impregnated mm-hmm. Elizabeth, was sent away to another place, Yeah, she basically told off her uh, Jessica Brown Finley and said, like, mm-hmm. he can't come anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... Well, he, he didn't come anymore. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, guess yeah. what? She was gone too. Yeah. And you know the other thing about Lady Sybil? I feel like they, I mean, I guess because they're in Guernsey, but they didn't really have much makeup. They don't really like glamour, glamour her up or whatever. Because like usually, like I'm just used to seeing her in Downton as like the, you know, well looking like sister and everything. But compared to Lily James here, it's like, man, they're really not doing any favors for Lady Sybil there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's wartime. Yeah. I think they do a good job with it. All right. Maybe I'm, I'm just being a little too analytical here. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, rest in peace again, Lady Sybil, <laughs> round two. And Elizabeth McKenna, the character she plays. Yes, yeah, yes. Um, I did not do a good job of learning these characters' names. So no, I know, I know, yeah, <laughs> I know Juliet. And, uh, mm-hmm. So Matthew Good character oh, yeah. is just like a side character who's best friends, sort mm-hmm. of uh, like, like hetero life mates with Juliet. He well, keeps saying he'll give her away. He's, he's not straight. Did they make that clear? Yeah, because she says the 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 alcoholic in bed. Uh, he 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 would rather be with a man named George or whatever. And oh, like, okay. So this yeah. is this is the split viewing really skewed my. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's where like they lay out. Well, he's strong. great. He's really good. I really yeah. like Matthew. Good. Yeah, yeah. He's looking a little older in this one because mm-hmm. I, I thought at first too he was going to be like a love interest for Lily James. And it's like I guess not. I guess he's he's aged out of that a little bit maybe. Yeah. Well, is has he? Yeah, early forties. Man, maybe not. Yeah, maybe she's like thirty. That's true. And then the if she's late twenties. And yeah, beard man is late thirties. Sure. Yeah, handsome. So man, it's doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
so anyways, uh, yeah, American comes back. Uh, no, so so yeah. here here's where I think the movie really got me and made yeah. me think a little less of it. Yeah. The dude shows up. Yeah. The fiance in Guernsey. Squint, squinty eye guy. Yeah. Squinty Glenn Powell. Yeah. <laughs> shows up in Guernsey. Yeah. And Lily James, Juliet, is like not happy. To, she's like real eh about seeing him. Yeah. And then he's painted out to be the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, the first thing he sees is she's not wearing the ring, which is like... He's a little annoyed. As he should be. She's not wearing the ring you gave her. And... He's made out to be this jerk, but I don't know if they they play it that way. That's the one thing I actually kind of liked about the movie is like they don't make him feel seem entirely a jerk. Like there's a little bit of baggage falling on her in this. I think. Yeah, yeah. So what what happens is he in his military, he's in the military. Yeah. Juliet goes to him mm-hmm. saying, "We need to know what happened to Lady Sybil." Yeah. He finds out and he brings the thing with him, mm-hmm. and she's dead. Yeah. I thought. This whole heel turn of him like, all right, we got the information. Let's go home. Mm-hmm. He was going to be hiding the fact that she was alive to get her off oh, of Guernsey. That's too Or sober. that he didn't do the work and that he just wanted her to come home because he's a manipulative jerk. That's too much of a soap opera. <laughs> well, this movie, it's like, it's gotta, I, thought, I thought it would end with, with Lady Sybil from freaking Downton Abbey coming back. Mm, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit too small of a part for her. Yeah, it is way too small. And, and I thought that the way that they justify this fiancé being evil yeah. is he withholds that information to get her out of Guernsey because clearly she's got the hots for the pig farm. Yeah. She's extended her stay God knows how many days. They don't make it clear. Right. Well, this is the other thing. So apparently in the book, he is much more uh, manipulative. Apparently he's a book publisher who's trying to get with her just to kind of like control where her books come out or something like that, oh. just based on my Wikipedia reading. But I like how they play it here in the movie. And like, he's not just the bad guy. And the scene where she says like, I don't want to marry you. I feel like that is just right where he's just like, yeah, I'm pretty mad about this. Like, come on, you said yes and everything. He he got part of that massive rock. And I do love the little beat where, you know, she's like, goodbye, um, doll, uh, what's Glenn it? Powell. Glenn Powell. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes back and says, goodbye, Juliet, as he yanks the bottle of uh, champagne for himself. Like, yeah, man, go drink up. You're going to need it. And what happens? Uh, they, she realizes that her and Dossie need to be together. And then she... Mm-hmm. They, she's... She's about to go to Guernsey. Yeah. He is on, in London, mm-hmm. and they see each other on the port. Yeah, yeah. And then she says, will you marry me? Oh, I didn't really even think about that. Yeah, How, she like, proposes four... to him. Yeah. After a long weekend, she gives this Mark guy six months. You want to say that's not much time. Yeah. A, lo- a, a trip. But she felt it. She felt that love. Sure. Yeah. And she's she is um, distraught finding out that Elizabeth is dead. Yeah. So she's sitting in her flat, mm-hmm. and she's getting all these flowers. They show her hallways filled with flowers she's been receiving, but she's not taking them in. Yeah, yeah. But then she writes that she writes the Guernsey, Guernsey, oh, yeah, 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 potato peel pie party society mm-hmm. as a book and sends it to them. Yeah, which is the precursor to that to pig farmer coming over. Right. And they read it, and it makes them all sad, and they're like, oh, she can do this. Mm-hmm. But then we really don't find out if she publishes the book. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, I guess they're reading excerpts from it, which I did like over the credits. Is like They actually have them like talking and stuff, which I thought was Yeah, like, I thought that was a very interesting way to do the credits. Yeah. So I guess we just covered the whole movie. We just recapped it. And you all watched it, and we just recapped it for you. Yeah, I um, hope you don't mind. 
the one thing that was I thought was weird is like they they show her an apartment to buy in or rent in London, and she has like a horrible flashback to like explosions and stuff in World oh, War yeah, II because her parents were killed. Yeah, but they don't really follow up on that all that much. It's just kind of like it's a thing, and it's just like it's just a, a character beat that she can say I've lost things too. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, it was a it was an okay movie, and if you're in a down, it's very pretty. Yeah, it's very smooth. It it takes a while to get moving, yeah. but the I really thought Lily James was good. Yeah, I think if you're a Downton Abbey fan, it doesn't have the soap opera that you may want out of a Downton, another Downton story. It has the actors, it has Matthew Good, it has Isabel, it has all a few of them, but it, it it's a very tame movie that is very fine with just appeasing everyone who's watching. Yeah, Metacritic gave it a 65. That's fair. Yeah, it has like an 81 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a little generous, but yeah. Yeah, 65 on Metacritic, fair. That's fair, yeah. Check it out. It's on Netflix. What? what, what you know, we've you made do? it this far talking about this movie. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, just just go. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just go. It's, to, it's two hours. Just go to see Glenn Powell's squinty face. It's just. It's weird. It's a weird looking face. Let, let us know. Are you on the side of Glenn Powell, <laughs> or are you on the side of Michael Hoisman? the guy, pig farmer, Hoisman, or American? Hoisman is just a handsome dude. And, and, he's, a, and he the, beats a guy up, too. Yeah, he does. There's a fight. He smashes a guy's face into a bar. Yeah, he really does. I was thrilled yeah. about that. I, I love how it's like always like countryside men who's just randomly jacked up. You know, I don't know what he's doing with those pigs and stuff, but he's just jacked. He's throwing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, so that was that movie. We, we watched another movie this week, too. Yeah, we did. <laughs> a much yeah, worse we- film. But I kind of like it more, though. So, again, Jackie. Turn of the Screw. This is a BBC yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was for TV. Um, oh, you realize quick. <laughs> yeah, really, because they have like the BBC thing. <laughs> oh, and I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the production value. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. Turn of the Screw, this movie was weird. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. But there's a couple pieces of it where I, I almost like it because of how bad it is. Well, so, so here's one thing that I got to say to Jackie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You buried the lead. You said Dan Stevens, Michelle Dockery. You didn't tell me Mrs. Danker was in this movie. Oh, that's right. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching this, and I said, that's someone. <laughs> and we, we have yet to get to Mrs. Danker on our show. So if you're watching uh, if you're watching Downton with us for the first time, you don't know who Mrs. Danker is, get ready. <laughs> Be ready. Be ready. Mrs. <laughs> Danker is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this this movie... <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it's a piece of work. Um, it, well, it's it's an, it, it's an a, appropriate given that we're a few weeks from Halloween. So this is yeah, it definitely felt of the season to watch. Uh, so, so which is funny because overseas it's not that big of a deal Halloween, but over here it's a massive deal for some people. So yeah, and uh, yeah, this is another adaptation of the Henry James novel, Turn which of was the Screw. written in the late eighteen hundreds. Correct. So it, it's actually a novella. It was published in newspapers, like uh, Mark Twain stories would be published, where like pieces of it would come out week after week, and then it was published all together at once as a, no- a novella. Um, but it was very popular um, just because of its you know horror and thrills, and there's a lot of horror and thrills. Well, I mean, this is the late 1800s. <laughs> sure, okay. What else you got going but you on? You know what? <laughs> this came out in 2009. We had like we had. 30 years of Michael Myers and Jason and Freddy. Well, you, well, you know why? So <laughs> Why fr- couldn't Jason show I, up I, at the end of the I movie? I may be making this up. I forgot where I read this online. Maybe I'm making this up. But it was something where BBC 
realized, oh, hey, this hasn't been adapted yet. We have to make an adaptation because BBC just has to have one of every famous like British literature out there. And here you we have... You could have skipped this one. <laughs> <laughs> tell, me, tell me your problems about this one. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to... Okay. So, mm-hmm. Lady Mary, this is one that I really hope, if you're listening to this, you've watched it. Because it is an experience. And it's only like 90 minutes long. Yeah. It was perfect. Lengthwise. Yeah, yeah. Lady Mary, this... I, I will read you the IMDb thing because this is weird. Okay. A naive and sexually repressed young governess is haunted by the ghosts of previous occupants of a mansion. What sounds so weird about that? Sexually <laughs> repressed? Is that really that big of a part of her character? She's got the hots for this uncle. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I wouldn't say she's it's, repressed. It, it's funny. Is Only after I read that IMDb like, thing did it come through to me like, oh, I guess she was a little sexually <laughs> repressed. Like That was a, a bit of a, a thing She to kept it. crushing on this uncle who we never see. You mean the ghost? No, not the ghost. The oh. uncle. Oh, yeah, the guy who, like, gives her the job, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, wait, first comment, though. So, the movie opens with her already crazy. She's already... She's in, yeah, and then Dan Stevens which walks is n- in, not like, a thing in the story at all. This is created completely for the BBC. Mm-hmm. Dan Stevens' character is not in a part of the story. It's it's all for this movie. And we get Dan Stevens again. Welcome reminder that he was pudgy at one time. <laughs> he, he was he was all... He was, like, all this of was, us. Uh, what, what, did, uh, what did Jackie say? Indie hipster dude. This is pre-indie hipster dude. Yeah, this is uh, still drinking uh, beer. Oh, yeah. Dan Stevens. And also, it very clearly establishes London 1921. So this is concurrent with Downton. It really is. Even though, again, the story took place in the 1840s. Because this is written in the late Yeah, so they made this like a little post-war. Yeah. So she, Dan Stevens comes in. He's like, I'm your doctor. And you're like, Mm. this is going to be a huge character. Yeah. Not really. No, he's just a framing device. This is, again, this is like Lady Sybil in the last one. You give us good Downton characters, not enough. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. is like, So when they say she's sexually repressed, so this was a thing I, I thought I noted at first was like, it's weird to see Lady Mary a little bit so reserved at first. Like to see her like not like, you know, you know, saying barbs or whatever and like, you know, being so witty. Uh, and I guess that speaks to her just being like such a tame person mm-hmm. in, in the, the character. Yeah, the character. And the governess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, because there is a little bit of a drama of, of her giving into temptation here, which is like the the ghost that she keeps seeing. Like, I guess that's. You think she's? I don't. Th- I think she's scared of the ghost. But she has those dreams of like being the but woman. With I thought the... that was. I thought she was having dreams of the the uncle coming. Back to the house. No, it's the ghost. It is the ghost. It is the ghost. Are you sure? Yes, I'm pretty damn sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm a. No, at first she does. I think dream dream about the. She guy. She has fantasies about the guy for who, sure who hired her. Uh, but it definitely. But trains. she definitely like sees the flashbacks of these ghosts. Mm-hmm. So here's the the premise. Yeah. She is the governess, so she's like a teacher mm-hmm. nanny at this house. Of these two kids, and they're both freaking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One wears a top hat. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he shows up off the train. He looks like he just came from like some magic show or something. Yeah, and the other looks like Edgar Winter. She's like pale with long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know who the boy looks like? He looks like like Kermit the Frog when he like dresses up to like uh, go out and um, is a great Muppet caper or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what the kid looks like. He looks that little top hat Kermit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably the same size suit too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So the kid is booted from school mm-hmm. because he's up to no good. Yeah. And they have this long discussion. Do they tell the master who's the uncle? Because mm-hmm. mom and dad are dead. Yeah. And 
they decide, no, let's let them have fun for the summer. Mm-hmm. But little did we know that the uncle had the, these buddies, this buddy, yeah, who's raping people left and right. <laughs> he, he is, yeah, and this is not funny, but he is. Uh, and like, and that, but this one woman loved him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they both died, mm-hmm. and their ghosts are haunting the place, messing around and possessing. The children. So again, this is a novella, a very short story. From so, the 1800s. So how do you make this 90 minutes? You just have like a half hour of Michelle Dockery thinking she's seen ghosts around the house. <laughs> like that's pretty much a lot of this movie is just like, what is that over there? And it's just like the guy just sitting up on In the, the window or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the window or sitting on the roof or whatever. And it's all the worst horror, like fast cuts. Or like, and there's so many weird zooms. Yeah. No, <laughs> like mid shot, tilt pan up zoom no it reminded oh. me of like the sci-fi like horror stories that people would tell or whatever where like the camera like fast pans and something i was like <laughs> whatever like that kind of deal like this is really cheap thrills and then she's like nobody believes me but then everyone's like oh no this is the thing we all know about <laughs> oh, yeah yeah you're not going crazy this is we all we're all and they're like cool you, everybody goes away because everybody sees the ghosts but yeah. us we're cool with it yeah so mrs danker is sort of like the keeper of the myth yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you're, you know, we're going to miss you. We're gonna... mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the kids are, and there's one, the, the weirdest thing is that these ghosts yeah. possess these brother and sister. Yeah. But these ghosts are getting it on. And they're possessing children. And there's one time where they're like reenacting a fight they had. Wait, wait, wait. wait, no, wait before we get to there, before we get there, I think we're just like jumping all over the story. If, if Again, look, if you're listening to this podcast, yeah. watch this movie. It's weird. Yeah. So, okay, what's one thing? Uh, Michelle Docker, when she gets there, uh, she gets off the train. And the train kind of looks like Downton Abbey. Like, it reminded me of, like... Yeah, like a steam. Yeah, like the train stops that they always go to. So she's greeted by this really butch-looking lady, oh, yeah. which is, like, the like the first tell, like, who, what is, who is this? She does not look normal. This is yeah, not Yeah, this is the normal. 20s. We know Downton, like, an Irish chauffeur mm-hmm. is a weird... It's a talking point. So this this very masculine female must have been... A, th- a thing yeah 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 uh, or is it just such a bad <laughs> bad is a strong word is it such a like movie that doesn't care about the norms mm-hmm. of the time that they just did it to say that it was all like a female yeah yeah uh so she she goes to the house and then there's all the maids there and everything uh so that, but there's one who's like a little different so dockery starts seeing all these like ghosts and stuff and she's like i gotta get out of here this is not good and she even hears a story from one of the maids of like what happened how like the guy raped all of the maids and everything because uh, he was friends with the master yeah 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 and then so she's like i gotta get out of here and then she's like wait i can't abandon the kids that's pretty much like 45 minutes in the movie is like she goes there she's like i gotta get out of here wait i can't abandon the kids and she comes back mm-hmm. and then it turn it takes it to a ne- next level, which where the is kids what, are possessed. Yes, the kids by are the ghosts talking and, in demonic voices, and they're reenacting scenes of their life mm-hmm. where they're like, like making out. Well, they don't yeah. show that, but they show them like they're fighting, and the yeah. brother, the brother calls the sister a bitch and slaps her. Yeah, he starts to drown her in the water. Yeah. The the sex stuff is there, but they never show the kids doing it. Which Thank is funny. God. So somehow this is aired on TV, and it's like rated M, or ra- like it's a rated. It has it shows a man's butt, and it, like a lot of a man's butt, and that's that's oh boy, because uh, there's like a warning online. There's nudity or whatever, but it's mostly just this guy thrusting or whatever. I guess they, but it's like they really had to amp amp up the the you know the taboo of this movie. I guess. Get this guy's butt in there. <laughs> Put a little male butt. 
<laughs> the BBC bit. censors are like, not enough male <laughs> buttocks. We yeah. need more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, that, that's what uh, she dreams about this. She sees this like... So she's... In- these ghosts are screwing with... The, is it the property? Yeah. Or is it just her? Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Because there's one point where she's... Uh, this ghost raped a lot of these yeah. people that work there but it's funny because they do they you wonder if it's just here or if it's just cheap thrills from the movie she's standing in the graveyard there looking at a grave and then she hears something and she looks over and she's like who is there and it's just miss danker standing there behind a tree <laughs> who then moves from behind it to go talk to her it's like why are you standing there watching her like so weird it's so creepy uh it's so dumb um uh, but anyways, yeah, those kids have a, the reenactment. They're possessed. So what happens is Lady Mary, I can't remember her name. I just I just know her name. Anne. Anne. She goes over and just smart, starts slapping this child repeatedly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want a gif of this. This was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it has the full like cracking effect, sound effect when she's And they're smacking. like, what are you doing? Oh, I just I could have watched this for like five minutes. It was so good. <laughs> and then Miss Decker like breaks it up or whatever. But this, the, the boy, the boy kid, yeah. definitely is in on the thing oh yeah he loves being possessed by this man yeah oh, yeah. yeah that's the weirdest thing the kid is like <laughs> the okay. kids are all in on being so, possessed and this cuts to my like my favorite moment of the film of like oh yeah so this guy really took the kids under his wing and he let them watch him have sex and they cut to the kids smoking a cigar with a glass of bourbon <laughs> laughing it up as he has sex with like the maze it's like what is this it's sort of like bizarre Again, the kid is, is the size of Kermit the Frog, and he has this cigar. <laughs> with the top hat. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching He's going this to happen. dance with Miss Piggy. <laughs> That's another gift I want is this kid with the cigar and the bourbon, because he is just having the time of his life. Oh, my God. It's so bad. It's good. So strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really, like, very hazily shot. Everything has, like, a, mm-hmm. a sheen on it. Like yeah. A, yeah, very it, weird. Yeah, because there's one point where she looks at the ghost and it's like they just kind of like looks like they shine a light into the camera to make this effect happen. <laughs> yeah, because like, they don't do any like dead makeup or like wound. No. They, they said he had like a bloody face. I was like, no, he didn't. I just saw him. He's like fine. <laughs> yeah. to me. Oh, they do the thing where he's standing in the window and they have wet rain uh, running over the window to make it look like. It's there's the to- best where he's like in a t- tower. Yeah, and it zooms. Oh yeah, all the way. That's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It looks so bad. It's like, all right, let's zoom, like, as as much zoom as we are allowed to use. Yeah. Uh, so how does Anne exercise the demons here? Uh, she Because she, she wants to have the kid be okay. For some reason, she cares about this kid. So what does she do? She ends up kissing and making out with the kid because she envisions that it's, like, the, the ghost. She has she makes out with this kid, and the kid's like, yeah, you did. <laughs> but he's like... He's got his bourbon in one hand. <laughs> and he, but then the kid's like, I'm better now like what <laughs> like okay well he does like kind of have to like fight him off and she has to be like go go and then the kid's fine and that's pretty much it but she's crazy now Anna's has gone crazy and that's how she's there but then what is so strange about this movie <laughs> the end of the movie yeah they're like we're taking her away like and dan stevens is like no no like her story checks out i believe her i'm on her side mm-hmm. and then they go to like take her away and they showed Dan Stevens' watch, and it turns around. One of the guys taking her away, mm-hmm. and it's the ghost. Is it the ghost? It's really? the ghost. Oh. So Dan Stevens sees the ghost. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh. what a weird movie. And then the movie ends with this thing where, like, well, we got a new helper at the house. And then the other girl is still possessed. She was an exercise. She's like, oh, we'll be fine. It's like, <laughs> in the demonic voice, like, oh, my God. It ends on the, the worst, like, kind of cliffhanger. This movie is... 
I think we're almost making it sound better than it is. Like it's a it's a boring movie mostly. Oh, it's very boring. It's very boring. But there's a few moments there. Like this is just terrible. I like you have to. I enjoy didn't. It. I honestly, I knew nothing about this movie going yeah. into it, which is kind of one of the reasons why we picked it. Same. Uh, well, also because it's streaming. It's on Amazon yeah. Prime if you're in the states. It's for free. Yeah. Um. Well, so like Jackie, Prime's Jackie's streaming. recommendation yeah. uh, spoke volumes of it, and we mm-hmm. trust our fans. Yeah. Maybe we should. No, I'm no. just kidding, Jackie. Well, thank she, you for the recommendation. She does say like it is weird. She did give yeah. that warning. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah. Um, uh, she said it's weird to see them young. Oh, okay. Ja- yeah, Jackie. Did you like this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I. Do we disagree on this? No, I, I'm, I don't. Think, I mean, I'd like to think I anyone will, watching this movie and and from when it came out to now knows it's bizarre. I will 100 percent remember this movie more than Guernsey Literary Potato Bill. Oh yeah, she just Michelle Dockery smacking around the kid. Oh, the kid smoking the cigar and the <laughs> bourbon. Like I just want that picture. Like that's just so good. It was but, so like crude. For a movie that's based on a novella written in like nineteen or eighteen ninety eight, the BBC just making it on a budget, and apparently this. So no, but I mean, crude is in vulgar. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there's there's rape that people are like, we couldn't do anything because it was our word versus his. Yeah, but this guy's dead. Yeah, like cleanse your spirit. Talk talk trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. everyone seems to be like the master liked this guy, so we're okay with him. And this apparently aired during Christmas week of uh, 2009 on the BBC, so like everyone's enjoying the holidays and stuff. Why don't we put on the good turn of the screw? What? Whoa! What a way to bring in 2010 there. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, it's yeah. If you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, it's there for you to watch. It's 90 uh, minutes no cost. long. Yeah, it's 90 minutes long. In and out. I would say watch it over Literary Potato Peel Society. Actually. Even though I wouldn't a, say that. Even, even though it's a worse film. Uh, that's fair. I'd say Potato Peel Society takes a little time to m- get moving, but there's a lot of heart to it, whereas this is just like... If, yeah, if you want to... This is a, like a movie that your English teacher shows you because they got the okay to show it. That's true. Except there's the warning. You have to sign a little waiver that there's going to be a male butts there's and maybe a boob a, in com- it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just rec- look at this poster. It's Michelle Dockery's face with these two little shining kids in the background. Yeah, the Edgar chil- and Johnny Winter. No, they look like <laughs> Children of the Corn, pretty much. Like they they didn't do a remake of Children of the Corn, so they ended up having them for this. So the Observer calls it a chilling ghost story. Well, mm. guess what, Observer, you're wrong. Go home. Go home. Just get drunk and watch this. I think if <laughs> that, you, yeah, maybe with friends. Yeah, with friends. Don't watch it alone. Your friends will be like, "Why are we watching this?" And they'll be like, "Oh, wait a second. Halloween's no. coming up." To say you know like. Hey, let's put on this like this is like down people. Yeah, drink some wine. Yeah, drink some beer. Drink some shots. Especially for our international audiences, where Halloween may not be as big of a deal. Just watch this. Yeah, and then you'll be like, I still don't get why Halloween's such a big deal, and it'll be like, great, everything's okay with the world. Everything will stay the same. Yeah, just know Freddy's not in it. Jason's (laughs) not in it. Pinhead's not in it. Yep. No. No. uh, Leatherface. No. No. Leprechaun. Yeah. Yeah. Chucky. Just dance. Chucky might be there. I don't know. Just some chilling in the corner there, man. Just some chilling in the chilling corner. Chilling in the corner. Maybe Chucky's in a toy room somewhere. Miss Danker's there. Miss Danker's there. Be yeah. afraid of Miss Danker. Be af- Downton fans, be afraid of Miss Danker. All right, Downton fans, I hope you enjoyed this podcast of us talking about movies uh, for a change. If you want to hear more of this, please let us know. Yeah. Give us some recommendations and we'll tune in. Speaking of letting us know or letting them know, mm-hmm. we got something new that we're giving a shot. Oh, we do? We'll talk about it now. Sure. It should be live by the time this airs. Mm-hmm. We're jumping on Patreon. Tell me more about this. So for those that are unaware, Patreon is kind of like a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter, but it's a monthly thing. Mm-hmm. So we're keeping it simple. Okay. We just want 
a little bit of cash to keep this boat above water. My train. This, this <laughs> costs us money. Corey's trains costs money. Yes. Our uh, internet fees cost money. And we're not like, we're not Marin yet. I live in New York. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of money. So <laughs> what we want is we just want a couple bucks to help make it easier on us. Because we're giving this to you for free. And you know what? If you don't want to take part in this Patreon, cool. Keep listening. Enjoy. Yeah, you don't have to. No pressure. You don't have to. But we want to keep this low cost on you. Mm-hmm. So we got two tiers for our Patreon. Mm-hmm. $1 a month and mm-hmm. $5 a month. Yeah. So you can give us 12 bucks a year. And you know what you get if you give us 12 bucks a year? Mm-hmm. You get a shout out on the podcast, like our friends Jackie and all of our other friends who we've mm-hmm. worked with, you know, given prizes to in the past. And you get entry into a super secret Downton Abbey discussion group on Facebook that we're going to be the hosts of. Oh. But everybody who's on the Patreon is going to get in. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk Downton. We're going to talk whatever. Yeah. Because. If you've made it this far in the podcast, especially in this particular episode, <laughs> you like us as people. Yeah, yeah. And that, that'll just be a place to chat, talk with us. Mm-hmm. And you'll get that monthly shout out and that $5 tier. Yeah. You get the same thing. And you're going to get a monthly bonus episode from us. A monthly bonus episode. So that might be about something other than Downton. It might just be what we talk about after we finish recording these episodes. So pretty much you're paying for more access to us. Yeah, so maybe we'll talk, you know, we always talk wrestling. Maybe we'll do like a little breakdown of these big wrestling events. Maybe we'll talk other TV shows we like. Maybe we'll do more Downton Movie Club Gosford Park, maybe. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah. And you get those same perks, a monthly shout out and access to our secret Mm -hmm. society. Our Guernsey Literary Potato Peel Downton Abbey Facebook discussion group. So that once again, that is uh, that's patreon.com slash Lords of Grantham. It's one or five bucks, you know, 12 bucks a year. If that. And you could do a one-time pledge once it, you know, give well, us 12 bucks once. Yeah. If you know a sponsor, refer them to us. Yeah. We'd love if to you, get sponsors. If you, if you know someone at like uh, MeUndies or Quip or Loot Crate, <laughs> yeah. send them our way. Yeah. We're all, we're all in for that. So no pressure on this. But where can they find this link if they want to? Patreon.com slash Lords of Grantham. We'll post it on social media. Okay. Which again, Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Lords mm-hmm. of Grantham, Facebook. Yep. Get to us. Give us a dollar. Watch these two movies. Watch yeah. Turn of the Screw with your friends while really, drinking. Really giving them a lot of homework. Three things. All right. I mean, if you're if you've listened to 49 minutes of this podcast, oh my gosh. and you have not watched these two movies, thank you. We should <laughs> give you a dollar a month. <laughs> and we got to say, let's not get crazy here, Jackie. You're getting the Downton Abbey tea. Oh boy. All right. Enjoy. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Next week, season four. Oh yeah. Bye. Bye.